The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. Showtime. The right way to start your day. This is Jen, Gabe and Chewy. He said it's it was not a top 10 cheese and then could barely name five other cheeses. But like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you Gabe, put cheddar on everything. You're indeed brave tonight, but the fight is mine. Oh, I don't know, eh? Look, that you've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look, just a flesh wound. This is Jen, Gabe and Chewy. What do you do with Parmesan? Parmesan, you. everyone has it in their fridge. You break it out when you have lasagna or, or pasta. I mean, there's literally veal Parmesan. That true. You're right. just you're dead I, wrong. I'll on give this. you. We'll call it a push. It's not a push. Fair? You're wrong. No, <laughs> it's not fair. You're wrong. Come here. What are you gonna do? Bleed on me? I'm invincible. You're a loony. The Black Knight always triumphs. How about you? Come on then. All right. We're calling it a draw. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue with Gabe Neitzel and Mark Chamara. Here's Jen Latta. What a relief it is to February 15th, Gabe, already know what my fantasy football team name is going to be in 2023. What a relief it is to have that weight off my shoulders. What are you going to call it? Poop on your fingernail. The amount of time that Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers and AJ Hawk and company spent talking about poop yesterday. I, I, listen, I got to say, as somebody. I respect it. Who, right, well, we should. I mean, we were talking about poop two years ago on this show. Everybody said we were pushing these boundaries and pushing the envelope and all that stuff. And look at Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers out there talking about poop on your finger. Well, because they got to the really important part of the conversation. Okay, I'm glad you say that. I'm glad you say that because it felt like. There was this elephant in the room as far as the darkness retreat goes, and that is, of course... Well, and again, finding the toilet and pooping on the toilet seems relatively easy, right? Because you find the toilet, you sit on the toilet, you poop, Well, right? That's, well That seems yes, relatively yes, simple. And I don't want to distract you from your thought, but also I, I didn't love the idea of like fumbling around in the darkness, feeling for things, and then, oh, there's the toilet. I don't want to be touching the toilet. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, already logistically, I was thinking you have to kind of use your feet and do the whole shuffle, shuffle, shuffle until your toe meets the bowl. I mean, I assume it's in a corner. Oh, he says it's in the middle of the room. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I, when I when I initially thought of this, I always assumed it was in a corner. So you find the wall and then you just kind of, you know, use your hand against the wall until you get to the corner in which you know the toe. Yeah, having it in the middle of the room is weird. But anyway, I digress. Finding the toilet, pooping on the toilet, easy. That seems to be relatively easy. Like, you should be able to fumble around, you know, whether you want to use your feet or hands, fumble around in a room and be, be able to figure out where the toilet is. But when you're wiping, how do you know when you're clean? You got to take a look at the toilet paper. You can't see in the dark. How do you know when your bottom's clean? <laughs> Like that was that the was fact the fact that you just said bottom. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought of the Charmin commercials with the bears. <laughs> with the little bears doing the dances. <laughs> I'm Charmin clean. <laughs> My bottom's clean. Uh, it's a very good point, and I'm glad that they were doing the Capital J journalism yesterday on the Pat McAfee show trying to figure this out because this is something that I had thought about, but I did immediately dismissed because I was like, I don't really know all of the logistics. So, Poop on your fingernail is what Pat McAfee said is going to happen if you're not careful. Also, they were talking about how it's probably single ply versus triple ply. How much is he playing? I mean, first of all, if you you are paying for this, shouldn't you be able to, as the, you know, I really wish this would have happened before Scalzo and Brust had on an owner of one of these places because then he could have put the owner to rest whether or not it's double, single, triple ply even. Before, you know, because if it's single ply, what is, what are we, Cub Scouts on a camping trip? Well, you just have to fold and fold and fold. I assume that it's unlimited toilet paper. Well, and, well, so here's the other thing. How do you know when you're out of TP? Well, you spin the thing and you can hear the as it goes around the, the holder. Yeah, but like, I, mean, I guess so after every poop. Are you are you grabbing the roll with both hands to see how much is That's left? That's a very good point. Because you have then to do how that do you logistically before you find yourself in a compromising position? Exactly. So then, how do you request more? Is there just more somewhere in the room, and that's part of the fun of being in the room for four days? <laughs> you got to find the extra toilet, toilet paper, paper scavenger hunt, or do you like, you know, I mean, when they drop off their is is there a way to let the outside world know? That you need more TP. Well, so then one of the other things, since we're on this poop on the fingernail, poop on your fingernail, Rogers actually said this. I wrote it down. It's a quote. I wanted to make sure that I didn't misrepresent it because, you know, that bothers him very much. If you go in there with a heavy laxative, you can get a lot of cleansing done. And Gabe, my reaction to that was, if there are two things that do not mix well, it is diarrhea and it is darkness. Well, and then throw meditation on top of that. What if you're lost in the deep middle of a deep thought and you think you're getting somewhere in the middle of your meditation or deep thought? When the diarrhea comes, you got nothing else going on but the diarrhea. Like everything else, see you later. You're making a sprint to whatever the nearest receptacle is that you can find. Maybe you meditate on the toilet. So that you are just right there. Yeah, then you run the risk of your legs falling asleep. That doesn't seem healthy. Well, yeah, what is that, Chew? Apparently legs fall asleep when y'all go to the bathroom. This is something that has never happened to me. But Dario, my sweet husband, will occasionally say, hey, I was in there so long, my legs fell asleep. Like it's a badge of honor or something. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a badge of honor. But... That's uh, your sciatic nerve. You're sitting on a toity wrong and putting pressure on the sciatic nerve, causing it to go numb as you spill all over the place. God, I never wanted to get in on a conversation so bad, but... Ashy, who's taking the fall for this, me or you? I'll take the fall. Okay, you take the fall. But you can get all There's your poop nothing... takes out now. I don't think there's any 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 situation where diarrhea is bad. It's a purge. What? Right? Are you talking about? Incorrect. Why? Isn't every situation diarrhea bad? In every situation so. diarrhea is bad. Absolutely. Cuz it's not pleasant. It's not it's uncomfortable yeah. and painful. Like that's the thing. If it were a purge where it was like a pleasant purge, then I'm all in. I don't I don't want I don't want to jump forward because we're going to talk more about fears but literally my biggest fear in life is having diarrhea on an airplane. 
Like, you're telling me, like, diarrhea on an airplane's a good thing, Chew? That's terrifying. Gabe, number one, don't talk to me about bathroom airplanes. (laughs) (laughs) The only one that has the market cornered on that one. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. They have the market cornered on that conversation. They're the only ones who should be able to speak with authority on that. (laughs) Number two, I don't think we've been talking about number two all morning. (laughs) <laughs> until you get a colonoscopy because they're the act of the colonoscopy you're kind of looped and you're out of it but the build-up it's wonderful hold on should i get a colonoscopy i'm 42 hours? years old i know for men know you're supposed to get them, them earlier women need them earlier 50. later women need them earlier i don't know when women need but them. you're the doctor well i think women have a harder time making twos than men. No. I mean, incorrect. I could pretty much make a two on demand. <laughs> incorrect. No <laughs> chance. Yeah, so it's can not? babies. Wait. Wait. Did he what? just say I can make a two on command? Oh, yeah. That's not true you at can? all. That's not true. Especially, oh, no. no way, no way. Especially with the regimented eating that you do, where you don't eat until, like, I don't know, after yeah. the show for sure. You know, you do this yeah, sort I of eat- fasting thing. But I eat multiple times a day. So I'll have breakfast and then I'll have a smoothie king is about 11, 11.38 to 44. And then there's like a two 2.22 snack and then there's a 4.14 snack and then you have dinner. So there's always stuff in there. What, what snack? Well, I mean... I mean, a smoothie's not exactly something that's... I mean, I, I understand it's filling and it's good for you and all that, but it's not producing a lot of crap. How does it turn to a liquid? That's kind of Oh, magic. my. I mean, how does it turn to a solid? <laughs> I mean, let me ask you this question, and this is a little bit outside of my scope, but if you have diarrhea, are you technically sick? Yes. Yeah, that's not normal, bud. Yeah, That's why I'm, I'm a little surprised that you're over here pro-diarrhea. <laughs> well, because he's, again, he's associating the diarrhea. Because, look, Chew is one of the healthiest people I know in terms of what he puts in his body. So he, he's not someone I think that's going to get diarrhea from something that he eats. You know, like very rarely do I think the big guy is going to get food poisoning because he's very careful about what he's putting in the body because his body is a temple. So he, therefore, and again, correct me if I'm wrong here, Chew, therefore, he only associates... Um, diarrhea with when he had his colonoscopy, which is a good thing that you should get. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong, but here's the problem down here. Okay, I don't have my B Elite, and I don't have my Mio, which keeps me healthy, and I don't have my multivitamin. I got a cheap one. Now, the gym I use down here is a, it's an LA Fitness. It's a huge gym. Uh, Jen, you ever work out LA Fitness? Yeah. They're huge. Yep. The people down here are literally disgusting. I don't think they don't that's wipe down anything. Down there. <laughs> I, Doubt it. I don't know. My gym, my gym in Wisconsin. I would say half the people wipe down the equipment. Here, maybe four percent wipe down the equipment. So I had a mouth issue last week, Gabe. You feel my pain, where I had stuff growing in it, and I'm like, I know it's from the gym. <laughs> So, but I think if I had my beat elite and my Mio and my multivitamin, I can power through that. But okay. So, so what I'm trying to say is I don't want to go home, but I miss my beat elite. But but what but, is that? 
Why don't you get Mio, Beat Elite, and spend a little bit more extra on the multivitamin when you're down there? You've been in Florida for the better part of two months now. Because I don't have my shakers down here. I forgot them. It's a whole process. So buy them. Jen, didn't you take Beat Elite? Mm, I enjoy beet juice. Dude, there is a new juice place that opened up uh, out by me. Went there yesterday, bought all the things. Like... Like the lady's you, like, how many juice? Ju- how many? Ju- how many people is this for? And I was like, just me. <laughs> yeah, so it's a juicer you'll place. You get sick of it. I know, I probably will, but I was actually it, thinking about maybe I could make a deal with them where like I could swing through the drive-thru. They open at six thirty. It's cutting it a little close, but I could swing through the drive-thru and grab a couple juices on my way to work. Anyway, that's a whole other thing because we've been talking about Aaron Rodgers. So in like the you darkness juice yourself, or they give you the juice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the only yourself. problem, That's the only negative, <laughs> the only negative I see when it comes to diarrhea is the underwear. That's it. Yeah, you get some runs in there. And it's I, not great. Okay, but again, I think you're in the minority, dude. I think that most people, if I told you you're going to have the runs and you're going to have to do it in the dark. That's a bad combo. There's going to be a mess. There's going to be spillage, to use a word that you like to frequently use. I feel bad for whoever has to clean that room. So anyway, I just don't think that the laxative is a good idea. I know he threw it out there, and maybe he was joking about it, but I don't think that the laxative is a good idea. I do know that Ian Rappaport is not in Aaron Rodgers' inner circle. That I do know, because he spent the first 10 minutes of his conversation with Pat McAfee and company talking about how if you're in his inner circle, you're not talking to the media. So if the media thinks they know something, they actually don't know something. Pompous ass Rodgers, man. Pompous ass Rodgers. How about at the end of the conversation when he was like, uh, here's the thing, guys. Just ask me. Just ask me. But you don't have my number, so yeah. you can't ask me. And I was like, stop talking. If you had ended the conversation five minutes prior, we're good. Fine. Hilarious. We talked about the poop. We talked about the darkness retreat. There's a lot of inside jokes between him and AJ Hawk. But then at the end, he's like, just call me. Just text me. Oh, wait, you can't. What was that game? That was and- like back to like egotistical smug ass Aaron. Well, so the problem is because he also said that comments don't bother him, but it's very obvious that it bothered him that Rappaport got this wrong. That he thought, that Rappaport thought he had, or whoever it was, I don't know if it was Ian, I think it was Ian Rappaport, whoever had it that his darkness retreat was going to start on Monday. Obviously, they got that wrong because Rogers was going in today. Like today was always going to be the day. Is it today? The, I, I assume. Because that's guess, the other the thing. I listened very, very closely to the whole 40 minutes, and he never specifically said what day it was. And I also thought that that was intentional by him because could, he could have said, I'm going in on Wednesday. Well, I'm going in on Thursday. He said the end of this week. It had been planned for four months. I mean, I'm guessing there are only a certain number of these places. It's not like there's going to be a bunch of these places strewn about across the country. So... If you really wanted to find out, I'm sure people could find out, which is probably why he's being a little coy about the whole thing. But does he? He loves this stuff, though, doesn't he? He loves it. He loves dangling. He loves playing his little game here. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, this is like borderline stupid. This is like borderline. Like, borderline. We're, we're, we're over border, the border. Way yeah, across it's, that it's, line, it's, dude. It's over the border, but this is like two 13-year-old girls, like. My boyfriend looked at you. I've got a problem with you. I want to talk to you. No, I don't have your number. I'm like, grow up. For, who gives a sugar if he's going into dark? I really don't care. Who cares? You know, I just, is he? he's not normal, right? He's not normal. 
Well, he's admitted I mean, to not being Why can't you do it like every other quarterback, Tom Brady or whoever that's retired before him or decided to play, why do we have to play like chess over this whole stupid thing? It's exhausting. But it gives us something to talk about. Well, but the thing is, is that I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I didn't necessarily want to discuss this. This was, again, like I even said to you guys, the joke that I made, which received a ton of backlash on social media, was the only person happier than Aaron Rodgers going into the silent darkness retreat and not talking for four days is everyone. The only one happier than Aaron Rodgers for him going into this darkness retreat is everyone because I didn't think we would have to do this whole song and dance again. But here we are. And there were some interesting things that were said, but to me, a lot of them point to smug-ass Rodgers. That's it. Like the smugness again of, if you have questions about me, just ask. Oh, you can't. You don't have my number. So you don't know what you're talking about. Like these journalists are doing their due diligence They're doing their jobs by trying to find out information about one of the most important dominoes in the in the landscape of the NFL. And this whole like passive aggressive, also direct like animosity. And it just it's exhausting. But again, if if you he is our guy. if, If you guys could bring one thing in there, but it couldn't be electronic. What would you bring? I'd bring a mouse. I'm sorry, what? Uh, what? Yeah. Because then it would take up your day trying to catch it. You'd sit there and listen to it. You'd try to figure out where. What else would you bring? We're going to unpack that, buddy. We're going to unpack that right after this on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. I don't think you're allowed to bring anything. And it's supposed to be a silent retreat. But, hey, let's work on this, okay? A mouse? <laughs> An actual mouse. A mouse. <laughs> Jen, Gabe, and Chewy rolls on right after this. You are listening to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. You call them a white find stiff someone else. earlier. From one white stiff to another, <laughs> I'm pretty well versed in the in the realm of stiffs. On 94.5 ESPN. Well, I have no problem with Ian Rappaport, Schefter. I think they really get their jobs. When it comes to me, they don't know shit. They really don't. They don't have they don't have inner sword. They don't have people in my inner circle who are sources. I can promise you that. And anybody who would talk to them is not in my inner circle. It's that simple. So I've had this planned on the books for four months for the same time. And when someone like that goes on and says something that's not true, it creates a story and it just keeps on going and going and going. And then it's like I'm trying to insert myself into this conversation. No. Just out of curiosity, what's the difference? Yeah. What's the difference if he goes in on Monday or he goes in on Wednesday or he goes in on Thursday other than Aaron Rodgers having an opportunity to say that somebody got something wrong? Like he, I, he There's a part of me that's like, he freaking loves this. He loves oh. that the report was wrong so that he could go on McAfee. Again, at any point, he could have said, no, I'm not saying he has to. He doesn't have to tell us where he's going and when he's going. He doesn't. But since he chooses to wade in these waters... He loves that there was this ambiguity about when it was. He loves that there was misinformation that someone said it was going to be on Monday. He loves that other media outlets picked up it and ran with it. And then he loves being able to, on Tuesday, go out and say that people were wrong. Yeah, because he loves the hit that he perceives. And it is a little bit of a hit. Anytime you get something wrong, when you're in the world of Rappaport or Schefter, anytime you get something wrong, you take the hit. Because it's your job to be right. It's your job to be able to cultivate the right sources and get the right information out there. 
and Rappaport got this one wrong. Now, this is a but very insignificant is... one to get wrong, yeah. so it's not going to ding you all that much, but he just loves the fact that, yeah, that they got this wrong, and he gets to rub it in because all these guys continuously rub in the things they get right about it. Which, to me, directly, con- directly contradicts the whole idea of growth and evolution and enlightenment, and I, I just... Um, feel like it goes against this whole idea of love and empathy. This whole idea that he was, again, pounding yesterday of, I got love and empathy for everybody, um, but clearly it bothers him or clearly he enjoys it. It's just this weird spin cycle. It's this weird thing that we got sucked into quicksand here where when people get things wrong, he loves being able to shout out and call out them getting them wrong. He says, question things, call me as though... You, if you call him, he will give you the actual information when we know that that's not true either. There are people in the sports world, guys, who have Aaron Rodgers' number, who text Aaron Rodgers, who call Aaron Rodgers, and he doesn't return those calls. He doesn't return those texts. So now this idea of, like, if you just ask me, I will tell you, is again bull honky. Yes, yeah, he is going to he's gonna struggle big time with retirement when he does retire. Okay, because when 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 and it's different for quarterbacks as opposed to other players. I remember when I went through it and retiring. You think people give a crap, you know? And then time goes on. Like if I went into a grade school now to give some kind of, I'd get laughed at. That's why when I well, that's just because you're a funny guy, Jim or something. Well, no, they'd be like, you played really well. Wow, has the NFL changed? But. <laughs> You know, if I run into someone in the gym now, and just by body type, they're like, yeah, you must have done something and played. And I, I, It's easier for me to say, no, I never did, because then they'd be like, well, who'd you play for? You know, well, I don't remember you. Who's this? It's just easier and to the point where they just call me Green Bay. They don't know who the hell I am. They just say, hey, Green Bay, can you give me a spot? And I'm like, sure. But with Aaron, wait, 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 I hold, up, hold, he's up. Got a... hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What? How many guys are you spotting in the gym on a daily basis? Good dude, I spotted a guy yesterday on the bench and he had the worst Zachley breath. I'm like, oh, that was, I'm like, dude, is that your last set? Please tell me it's your <laughs> last set. He had a beard and it was like this it's like his hair was growing out of the inside of his lip. It was not a pleasant experience. But that's what they call and you just roll with it. But with Rogers, it's like he's gonna find out. 15, 20 years after he retires, I mean, people will still know where, who he is, but they're not going to care. Let me and, ask you a I question, I just want to see how he handles that. Let me ask you a question. You said that if you were bringing something into the darkness retreat, it would be a mouse. Yeah. Not the computer thing, an actual live mouse. You know, yeah, they feed the you whole- in these darkness retreats. You don't have to go scavenge for food. Oh, no. No. Do you have to find whole, your food? What if the mouse finds the food my before whole, My whole focus would be how to burn through it. Number one, I could never make it four days. But to burn through these four days. Now, with a mouse, you you got to get to know it, right? It's going to be afraid of you at first. Then you try to get, make it your friend. And then you play games with it. And then you feed it. And then you bathe it. Man, there goes seven hours. So you sleep ten. Seven hours with the mouse leaves Ashton Math. 
I'm, no. It's seven more hours. Also, I mean, what's with the Tommy Boy pretty little pet for, thing? For one day. That's, all, one day. that's all I've been thinking of, Jen. <laughs> but think how much you would grow with the I mouse. I love it. I love I guarantee, it. You're <laughs> I guarantee, Jen, by day three, that mouse would be sleeping on my chest. But the thing is, is that, Chew, that's totally, like, besides the whole point of the retreat. The whole point of the retreat is to allow the silence and the darkness to, like, quiet your brain so you can hear the thoughts that you normally uh, suppress or the thoughts that are normally like uh, silenced by all the noise and the stimulus in the world. So you're paying all of this money. I don't think the goal is to just try to get through the four days. I think it is literally to use it for what it's what it's supposed to provide. Right. Like if you, if I, I paid I, all that money to go to a darkness retreat for four days, I damn well better get that enlightenment that I'm seeking, right? It's not just about how can I pass the time. What if you get enlightened? Would be... Do you then just leave? What if it only takes two days to get enlightenment? Do you just walk out That's the front door? It's like the Pope, right? Oh, white smoke. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. But I, I, don't, I don't think, like myself, find a, a, a medical doctor that would say this is healthy for you. Uh, no. How is it healthy? I mean, you would go and... I, I, after six hours, I would be... Outside of my mind. I mean, how is that any different than now? Well, and that's the position that McAfee kept taking as well and has for the last couple of weeks that like he's thought about this. He's tried to figure out if he did have like the capacity to do it. And his conclusion so far has been nah, nah, man, like that. That sounds impossible. And to Roger's credit, guys, he was not sitting here saying I'm better than y'all because I can do this or I'm better than y'all because I'm putting myself in a position to do it. But it is again, I said this last week on the show, like. If you're going to sit here and you're going to talk about acupuncture and cupping and red light therapy and people who do the, you know, the cold water treatment, you're seeing a lot of that now, right? Where people are going outside in cold weather and sitting in cold water because that's supposed to have a bunch of health benefits. And you're going to drink celery juice and ginger shots and all that stuff. Like, it's not that far different. It's not that much different. It's probably just a little bit more expensive. You think? I it's, mean, I mean this is a big absolute leap. Absolute darkness for four days. You think? Days? Yeah. But because again, it's four oh. days. Like, dude, no. Phil- philosophically, Kim Kardashian has her blood siphoned out of her body, the platelets separated, and then she has it put back on her face. You're telling me is that that's real? not more? Yeah, it's like a vampire facial. You're telling me that's not more <laughs> out there than sitting in darkness for four days? Correct. No. no, I'm I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm with Jen on that. I, something that's called a, a what would you say a vamp vampire facial? Yeah, I, I know I know I know people that do that too. They're nuts. See, I have balance in my life because I know I'm going to lose not. my mind. Pro- yes, I do. Listen to my point. Yukon Gold versus uh, Ice Road Truckers. Ice Road no, no, Truckers. No, 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 no. That's Listen, the balance. Game. All right, here's my balance. I'm going to lose my mind probably around. 78 to 81. Okay. Or I won't know who the hell I'm at or where I'm at or who I am or whatever, right? There's probably a good chance with all the concussions I have. So once you lose your mind, I mean, there's, I don't know, I really don't want to hang around. So I have balance. So I have just enough fun in my life and balance it with happiness. That's going to essentially get me to 81 or 82. Wait, isn't fun and happiness the same thing? And I always ask the people this. People like-minded like myself, would you rather live to 87, not have a a bad thing put into your body, never go to McDonald's, eat vegetables, never drink this, always drinking, 
Or would you rather kind of have a little bit of fun until you're 82 or 83 and then pull the plug? I'm going 82, 83, man. Yeah, I'm done with that. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's different for me because I'm going to you, – you'll probably lose your mind about what? 88? 87? I think I'm losing my mind right now. It's well, the, com- it's the company. <laughs> Trust me. Wow. Yeah. You might want to file a workman's comp claim now. You think they'll, you think they'll actually cover it? am I right? That? Are you guys with me here? Jen, Ashy? I mean, I want to have fun in life. Not to say I, I want to have my kind of fun. Maybe people, that's fun to them, you know? Okay. So here's the follow-up. Is that too deep? What's your kind of fun? Uh, I like my Thursday wine. Okay. I like my my Friday wine mixed with gummies. Okay. Same on Saturday and dial it down Sunday and then just totally pure from Monday to Thursday. All right. We got to take a break here on Jed, Gabe, and Chewy. Sounds like we may have some breaking news. We'll get to that when we return. We got to take a break. We'll be right back after this. Palermo's is Wisconsin's hometown pizza. They've been making great-tasting frozen pizza, including Palermo's, Connie's, Urban Pie, Screamin' Sicilian. They've been doing it locally for over 55 years. We just celebrated National Pizza Week, National Pizza Day, all those great things when it comes to Palermo's. And look, there comes a weekend day, or maybe you get to Friday, and just, man, I've been making meals all week, but I still want something that tastes good. Palermo's, you have them stocked away in the fri- in the freezer, you throw them in the oven, and you get something delicious. And the great thing about Palermo's, with all the different brands they have, they have something for everyone's taste. Whether it's Palermo's, Connie's, Urban Pie, Screamin' Sicilian, Neighborhood Pizzeria, Surfer Boy Pizza, they have something for everyone's taste. So make sure you keep an eye out for Palermo's in the freezer section of your local grocery store, because Palermo's is Wisconsin's hometown pizza. Everyone's go-to source for all NFL news. Adam Schefter teased some big breaking news. Adam, you've told us about it. What do we got? Adam's on the phone. Adam, yeah, some more new- Adam yeah, you have more just, news? What do you got? They're going with another move. And he was the man who knows all, Adam Schefter. And we're going to get right to some breaking news here that just came down. This tweet from Adam Schefter. It's ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter. He fired Frank Reich today. He hired Jeff Saturday. Jim Irsay doesn't care what you think. Adam Schefter on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy is presented by Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin. There is a difference. What a treat to be joined by our pal Adam Schefter the uh, week after the Super Bowl. I just assumed he would go into hibernation. I assumed he would go on vacation. I assumed that he'd be out, you know, it would be out of office. But we have Adam Schefter joining us this morning. Shefty. Some compliments from the quarterback in Green Bay towards you for your job. He said that you are great at your job. And I got to tell you, we've been following Aaron Rodgers for the last, you know, forever. And um, he hasn't always spoken so glowingly about you. So to me, that felt like, ah, progress. Y'all are making progress. Well, you saw the positive. And I saw, well, he's saying that, uh, what what was it, that... uh, we we don't know the people close to him or something to that effect or whatever it was and somehow I got yeah. grouped with a mistake that yeah I, somehow I got grouped with a mistake that was made about a reporting on his story that wasn't included to me and somehow I got dragged into that I don't know how that happened but thank him for the kind words I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 we, like, I'm over here, like, pulling my hair out because, and I said it's smug-ass Rogers. Sorry, you don't have to say that. I'll say it. It's smug-ass Rogers. Because okay. at the end of the Pat McAfee appearance, it was 40 minutes, listen to the whole dang thing, he says, 
He talked about his inner circle and how if you have any news about him, you didn't get it from his inner circle. And if you you want to just call him, just text him, just reach. Oh, wait, you can't. You don't have his number. And to me, it was like, wow, that's really like the reality is, Adam, people have Roger's number. People can get a hold of Roger's if they want to. He doesn't respond. He doesn't, you know, tell you if you're on the right track or tell you if the information you have. So let's just say that you had a source who told you something about Aaron Rodgers and you were to follow his instructions, confirm it with him. Scale of one to ten, odds of him confirming or negating the information you have. Uh, I don't know. I, you know I, I, I've only sent him a couple of messages uh, through social media, and and I haven't gotten a response. So I I don't know. I've never texted him on his own cell phone number. So I don't know what his response. I'm sure he. I don't know what. He, I don't think he will respond. But whatever, that's fine. I, I'm not offended by that. That's his uh, prerogative. He can do whatever he wants. So all good. I you know, I, I'm 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 fine doing my job, whether he's going to respond or not. So, Shefty, with Derek Carr being released from the Raiders, does that make them the front runner? Because they really have nothing there. Or do we even well, know? Are we just guessing? Well, uh, 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 again, um, here's what I would say on the Rodgers situation, in my opinion. In my opinion. I believe that retirement is an option. Um, and I think it's something that he's thought about. I believe that the Raiders and Jets are options, and those are two teams he could think about. And I think the last option of the four of them would be returning to Green Bay. But to me, those are the four options that we're now talking about. Retirement, Vegas, Jets, Packers. Now, could there be another option that creeps in there somehow, and all of a sudden we're not envisioning this, that let's just say, I don't know, the Titans, the Dolphins, you come up with the team, make a run that we didn't see, the Colts. Yeah, I mean, I, you never rule anything out in this league. I, I think we've learned that by now. But to me, there are four primary options, and those are the ones that he'll be able to mull in his darkness and isolation retreat, and he can figure out what he believes is best for him. But clearly, clearly, it is those four options above and beyond any of the others. Shefty, we were just you know, uh, you know, talking about Rodgers, his, his darkness retreat, and he obviously talked about his inner circle. But, I, I, you know, obviously mm-hmm. you, you've gotten to know a lot of different people it, over it, your it, time, but it, how many people it, do it, you it, have it, in it, your inner circle is what I want to know. You know, that, that's a great question, right? Like, how many people do each of us have in our own inner circles? Jen, how many people in your inner, inner circle? Super inner circle. Like the inner circle, one, two, three, probably four, yeah. five people in the inner circle. But does that count your spouse? Or is your spouse just understood to be in your inner circle, No, right? they have to be there. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Unless so, you're going through some stuff. So, I, yeah, probably five. <laughs> yeah. There's probably five people in my inner Chewy. circle. Okay. Chewy? Uh, about the same, five, five, four, five, six in there. Gabe, yeah, Gabe? I, I think I would say maybe a couple. I probably, yeah, probably seven to eight that I can think of off the top of my head. Like those are the people I always go to with. Anytime I'm going through something, anytime I would run something by people, there's probably seven or eight people I'm running it by. 
You know, I you know, and I guess I have different circles for different things, right? Like, um, there are stories that I'm working on that I run past a couple of people that I could think of right now. Um, there's career decisions that I could think of a couple of people that I would run things through. Uh, there's personal things that I could think of people. So to me, I have different circles for different things in my life. Um, and I think I do know people in his inner circle <laughs> that I've spoken to. So, well, that, that's fine. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. But that, that, that'd be my guess. Can you have somebody who's in the inner circle and then they move to the outer circle and then they move back in? Like, to me, the inner circle thing is fluid. <laughs> it's There's not a permanency to it, right? Like, you can lose someone's trust and you can move out of the yeah. inner circle oh, and then yeah. move back into the inner circle if you work your, you know, you earn the trust again. Well, 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 it's like life itself, right? We go through and relationships evolve and people carry different significance to you at various points. And so um, just like, you know, teams, football teams, they, they lean heavily on certain people at certain times and other coaches emerge and others recede. And I mean, I just think that's life. You know, I, I, I don't think it's status quo, like, your circle is your circle, and it never changes, and that's it. It's evolving, like life itself. So, um, you know, I, I don't know exactly who's in his inner circle. I, who knows? Uh, but I know but, that I, I talk Adam, to people it, that are connected to him. Yeah, but in his inner circle, are they in his inner circle, or are they just yes-men and, and yes-women? Because I went through this with Brett. Brett had his inner circle, but a lot of that inner circle was people that just agreed with everything he said. Yeah, how you know? else, so how it, else it, do you it, stay in the inner circle? <laughs> yeah. It's, um, yeah, I, I think what, when you're in the inner circle, sometimes you're looking for somebody to listen to you. Sometimes you're looking for somebody to challenge you. And that's why I think people in your circle circles um take on different roles and you know that you go to certain people for certain things and so um i I don't know that you know a circle consists of all yes people i I think as we i i'd like to think as we grow and evolve it changes maybe when i was younger i would ask people questions and it wouldn't influence and impact what i was ultimately going to do anyway but the older you get, I think the wiser you become, and sometimes you can lean on people and have them influence your decisions more than they would have when you were younger. I boy, we're getting really deep here today. Yeah, yeah. Love it. so let's let's just keep it going. What's your biggest fear? My biggest fear. Wow. Well, because Roger said yesterday, Shefty. Roger said yesterday his biggest fear is heights. He's afraid of heights, and he's afraid of sharks. My biggest fear, I, you know, I, I, I haven't often grappled with my fears like that, and I try not to because it's unsettling and unnerving. My biggest fear, I, I don't even like to talk about, like, what would it be? I, I, I really, I don't have any glaring fears. Um, I, I do not. Uh, I, I, just maybe violence, just violence itself, you know, in the world we live in. That would be a fear, I guess. 
Yeah, I feel that's more legitimate than mine. I was going to say earlier. pirates. No, what were you going to say? Why? What's well, yeah, well, well, the one I said earlier, getting diarrhea on an airplane. Like, that seems terrible. <laughs> I am terrified of that happening to me. And Ashton's afraid of pirates. Yeah, I'm afraid of pirates, so. <laughs> like, Shefty's given, like, pirates. a real deep answer. Yeah, like, pirates. something that's actually going yeah. on in society. And here I am. I'm just well, scared of booping on a plane. You, you, you know what? Like, I'll be honest. You know, we're talking about this, and it's making me think. You know, just there's stuff that goes on every day. You put on a TV, and, and there's Michigan State, and you feel horrible for everything that those people are going through. And and those kind of thoughts actually do cross my mind. Like, uh, on Sunday, uh, somebody at ESPN reached out. They're like, do you want to go to the Super Bowl? And I'm like, I haven't decided yet. And I'm thinking about it. And I can tell you that it wasn't a primary factor, but I'm like, okay, we're doing the pregame show in Old Town Scottsdale. And then afterwards, I can go back to the hotel, be by myself, work out, walk, eat, do all that. And then I'm like, well, who's watching the game? Well, Randy Moss, Teddy Bruschi, Matthew Hasselbeck, they're going to be back at the hotel. I'm like, okay, great. So we plan to watch the game. I'm like, if I go, I love going to the I love going to the game. I've been to, I've been fortunate and blessed to go to, you know, twenty plus of them. Um, I love my favorite, maybe my favorite ninety-minute, two-hour stretch of the whole season, is walking on the field at the Super Bowl in the pregame, where the adrenaline and electricity—it's just palpable, and there's all sorts of—it's just—it's awesome. I love that, but then I wouldn't have a spot to seat necessarily. I'm standing in some press box. There's congestion out of the game. We're a half hour from the hotel. It's going to take me an hour and a half to get back. I'm leaving the hotel at 4 in the morning to go fly back. I'm like, you know what? Um, and, and the last thing, I always worry. I always not worry. I think about someday, at some point, something's going to happen in a Super Bowl. It's just in the back of my mind. Just It's always like something. It, it's just unnerving to me. It, I don't worry about it but it's on my mind so that was like the last thing i'm like you know what it's gonna be much easier to be back at the hotel with my friends in the pregame show taking it easy than it is going to stay and you know what and i'm not even in that environment to even expose myself how's that for a little fear Good stuff. It's really good. Adam Schefter joining Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Uh, a little surprise visit, and we appreciate him popping in this morning to join us. I have one last thing for you, Shefty, because yesterday on the show we were talking about where Aaron Rodgers ranks right now amongst the current NFL quarterbacks. Give me your top yeah. five quarterbacks in the league right now. Talent, uh, not necessarily the team around them, but just what they can do individually as the quarterback of their team. Who you got? I got to think Mahomes is up there, whoa, whoa, right? Whoa. Well, hold on. I just want to make sure we're classifying this question the correct way. When you say the top five quarterbacks in the league, do you mean like if I were starting a team, this is the quarterback mm-hmm. I would want today? Absolutely. Is that, is that what we're That sounds about? like fantastic criteria. I know because you can parse yeah. this and you can okay. you know, split the finest of hairs on some of this stuff. But just because right. we asked people if, if Rodgers was a top 10 quarterback, and I guess my gut is that he is uh-huh. a top 10 quarterback, but I think he's down there yeah. in the bottom five Bottom three, bottom four. So the criteria that that we're establishing here right now is that if we could have a quarterback, a quarterback for the 2023 season, period, one season right now in their current skill set at the current age, who would it be? Number one, 
number one would be Patrick Mahomes. Number two, number two would be, here's the thing, the next three, you can mix them up in any order you want, I believe. It would be Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and then maybe Justin Herbert. Okay? Am I missing somebody That's right now? That's literally the exact list There's that five. I had for the first five. Hertz has shown you enough now, in I think, the short time? Yeah. Yeah. He has? Yeah, okay. I think he has. I think he has. Yeah, I agree. Now, if I we agree get into the next, Now, if we get into the next tier of quarterbacks, I'm just scanning my list uh, in my mind. I think we go some combination of... Lamar Jackson. I think I would be. I think Aaron Rodgers would be in the second five somewhere. I do. And I had Trevor Lawrence there. Second five. Deshaun. Uh. I, <sighs> I mean, he had a bad. I mean, he had a bad you know year, what? But I mean, but yeah, he, it's understandable. He's rusty. I want. I want to. I want to yeah. listen. He has the capabilities of rising up there very easily, but he's not there right now. And Trevor. I, I actually think for the 23 season, would I rather have Trevor Lawrence or Aaron Rodgers? Probably Trevor Lawrence. Probably Trevor Lawrence. Yep. I can't argue that. Yeah, okay? Mm-hmm. So we got Trevor. We got Lamar. Um, would I rather have Deshaun or Aaron Rodgers this season? And that, that That's tough. I, I think I'm <laughs> wow. take Aaron. I want to see Aaron. I want to see Deshaun get back. Yeah, before we before or before putting him on the team. But it sounds like we're all in agreement but, that but, you can find six or seven, and then it starts to be a debate of guys who are right now yeah. better than Aaron Rodgers, a better option for you if you were starting a franchise. Who you would throw under seven? Yeah, I think he's a top ten quarterback today. You could say that I think very fairly and very reasonably. And that's why we bring you on, Adam Schefter, for the fair and the reasonable reaction to the stories. Uh, we, 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 we try to be fair and reasonable. We try to be fair and reasonable. We try not to get grouped into mistakes that we have not made uh, in terms of timing of stories. Hypothetically speaking, of course, just throwing that out there. Adam, you're the best. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a great one. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. We'll talk next week. I really hope that Adam Schefter gets some time off. I feel like he's de- he deserves it. He's earned it. So that, I guess that's the next thing. He'd next have to week, do it now. Right, because then things start ramping up again, right? Yeah, Free agency yeah. and the draft and we're, you know, the combine and you're right back in I it. Mean, the combine's at the end of the month. Free agency starts a month from today, four weeks from today, right? Or is it or is it four weeks and I thought it was March fifteenth. Didn't we establish that? We yesterday? do math again on the show? No, we established that yesterday, right? March fifteenth? March 15th is when the new league year starts. All right, four weeks from today, new league year starts, free agency starts, well, what so about the, be busy then. There's less days, though, so in February. Yeah, they have 28 days, so it's four weeks. So 13 days, it's 28 days. 28 days later. Sandra Bullock. Great movie. We got to take a break on Jen Game and Chewy. We roll on right after this. But before we do... 
What there's you know what there's never it's never a bad time to talk about a Sandra Bullock movie okay That's have you true. tried Celsius energy drink yet if you haven't can I tell Speed. you all about it it's the clean energy drink you need Miss Congeniality to stay active and energized all day long and trust me I need Celsius to give me the energy I need to deal with these knuckleheads every morning on Jen Gabe and Chewy fifteen different flavors to choose from and you guys know my favorite say it with me ready it's the Peach, Peach vibe. vibe it's so good. <laughs> I have one every Saturday morning before I hit the air for college football coverage, and it keeps me going throughout the day. Because you know what? Once I'm done with my responsibilities at work, I got to go home. I got mom responsibilities. So you got to have a Celsius energy drink to get you through all of that. You can find Celsius at your local pick and save stores or online at Amazon.com. Celsius energy drink. Live fit, Gabe. While you were sleeping? Yay! The proposal. It's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. <laughs> tuna. Dating app. It's tuna. <laughs> I love tuna. <laughs> I had some last night. <laughs> How do you eat your tuna? <laughs> Can we for once grow up on this show? On 94.5 ESPN. To sing. on ESPN Wisconsin. Do you agree with the list of quarterbacks that we just put together with Adam Schefter? It seemed like a pretty decent list. And again, I think the young guys are going to get deferential treatment right now because of, I don't know, their youth. Right? Because one of the criticisms of Aaron Rodgers, and we're going to get into it as the second hour starts here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, is that his age is catching up with him a little bit. That you're starting to see a decline in the skill set, and one of those being his mobility on the field. So let's talk about that right after this on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy.